0: This episode of RoboTuner's A Significant Podcast brought to you by In The Corner Time. Ever felt lonely? Good. You've been in the corner too long. Time to come out. Back to you, RoboTuner.
1: The following program contains nothing of any significance whatsoever. If you continue listening to this episode, the creators of this podcast are not responsible for what it might do to you, your health, or the health of others around you. Please only listen to this podcast while in your headphones, because public broadcast of this podcast is completely prohibited by the NFL. America,
2: Broadcasting with no real intentions from Fort Worth, Texas. It's RoboTuner's Insignificant Podcast. Occurrence, 53. Whatever. Sunday, January 10th, 2016. In the year of what Peter Gabriel likes to shock.
0: I thought he said spank. You don't know that song? Yeah, I do. I'm just kidding.
2: Okay, (laughs) I thought you were fucking with me. (laughs) Greetings, RoboTuner coming at you from Castle Fujiwa, back again with that low-budget podcasting style for your listening, enjoyment, amusement, disgust, or all of the above. Take your pick. Joining me once again across the table, give or take about seven, eight feet, is my existing romantic life partner, Shelly.
0: Yep, I'm still here.
2: And the man that King Kong ain't got no shit on, Special K, Kenneth. Okay,
3: ain't got no thing on me.
0: That's right.
2: That's right, that's right. And also joining us in the studio atrium today, we have two guests that are here to promote a very good cause that the, that we will be hearing from, little that they'll be going a little later in the show. Please welcome my adopted somewhat sister, uh, Winter, and Leon. Hey, hello, guys. Hey. Say hello, guys. You got to get closer hey. on the mic.
4: Can you hear us? Yeah.
2: Hey, how are you? We are good. We are good. <laughs> All right. Well, it's been a it's been kind of a busy weekend for Shelley and I. We went down to your mama's house again. Yep. For her her husband's 70th, 70th birthday. Sixty ninth. Yeah, sixty ninth. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to get a free pass on another year on the. No, calendar. he
0: he honestly thought he was turning seventy. He lost a year.
2: Mm. Is that what he's just telling people, or is that a fact?
0: No, it's true.
2: So he was born in forty seven, not forty six. Right. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> So does that mean that we're gonna do he's gonna do this all over again next year when you really turn seventy?
0: I'm gonna guarantee you that this will not happen again. It was exhausting. They were up for two days cooking.
2: Yeah, yeah. That well I do have to say it came in handy because of all our cat house guests we got to bring back a shitload of barbecue. That's right. And my beloved and my wonderful sister Heather also brought over some of her uh, barbecue sliders as well. It worked out good. I was hoping because I really didn't want to hold on to all this food for days at a time and take up room in our fridge. But it was good stuff. It really was. Uh, well, much like millions and probably billions of other people in the U.S., we fell victim again to lottery failure.
3: Mm. <laughs> yeah.
2: Both the Mega Millions and the Powerball. We lost on both. Actually, no, I take that back. On Powerball, we did get one number, which will get us $1. Are
0: you sure it's $1?
2: That's what the website said. Okay. Yeah.
3: Well, you know, uh, since the lottery's up to over a billion dollars, I would say you and everybody else lost.
2: Yeah, That's all right, though. I know Shelly has vast dreams of a lavish lifestyle and being able to go to school without having to work. That was what her plan would have been.
0: That's exactly what my plan is.
2: It, oh, notice how you're speaking in present tense still.
0: You have to. That's how you have to think. If you don't think that way, then uh, it'll never come true. It's all about the secret.
2: That it is. Well, when we also, when we also came back from your mom's house, we'd, um, we also got your favorite thing that your mom likes to dump off on you, that being more Christmas decorations. Yes. <laughs> but I have to say that this one was really kick-ass, though. It's one of those 1960s uh, foil Christmas trees with the color wheel that, accompan- that goes along with it.
0: So, this is actually the first artificial Christmas tree that um, the world started seeing. This is what, it, was a, it was a tree that was made of foil. It was put onto a stick. And they had a little light off to the side... That would flash onto the foil. It would be like red, green, and um, blue. And the tree isn't as worth as much as the light. The light is worth a lot of money. The tree is not worth as much.
2: I just think that that kind of, uh, that kind of stuff was still, the, still the, somewhat the norm back in the 60s. Because I remember watching the Christmas, uh, A Christmas Story, which took place in the 40s. And they had lights on their tree. They didn't have the, uh, they didn't have the color wheel. Matt, what? this is a foil tree I know it's a foil tree I'm just I'm just saying that I'm surprised That that kind of stuff was still around Still around then
0: What the hell are you talking well, about?
2: Well, because I, you figure that the foil tree And the, the, the color wheel in, Would have been around Before actual cr- strings of Christmas lights That's the way I see it It's still a cool find though Don't get me wrong I can't wait to use it next year question is, which room are we going to put it in? Have you even thought about that?
0: No. I didn't think
3: so. I think you should put it in the garbage room. <laughs> we, we don't have a garbage room.
0: I need a tree for that room.
3: It's right in there where you put the trash can.
0: I need a tree oh, for every That's room. the
2: pantry? <laughs> Thanks for calling my pantry a trash room, Kenneth.
3: <laughs> Love you, man. <laughs> I'm just saying throw the tree away. You don't need any more Christmas decorations.
0: I, you shut up. Nobody asked you. <laughs>
3: You well, don't have to ask me. It's a talk show, right?
0: Okay, King so Kong. I get to talk. Sure, King Kong.
3: No, no, no. He's he's the man that King Kong
2: ain't got shit on.
3: Yeah, Sorry. he ain't got shit on me. All right, so shut your face. Yeah, you guys know what movie that's from? Anyone, anyone? Uh, no, uh, only you know.
2: Training Day.
0: Okay, because I've never seen that movie. Denzel
2: Washington said the uh, the line at that's the very That's why end of the I don't movie. know
0: it. Oh.
2: Well, speaking of movies, we have some somber news that actually broke earlier on today. Angus Scrim, the actor known for playing the tall man in the Phantasm series, had died this weekend.
0: That guy scared me to death. Death, I tell you. I had so many bad dreams about that guy.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was 89. I didn't see what he died from, or I don't know if it's been released Wasn't yet. Wasn't he
0: also in a Poltergeist movie, and didn't he sing that song and would walk down the road
5: or something? I don't know. Song? Do you guys know? guy from the Poltergeist movie yeah. died way soon after the last Poltergeist movie of cancer. He was actually terminal in the Poltergeist movie. That's why he looked like Death, he because was he totally was.
0: Gary Oh,
2: crazy. I never knew that. Have, have any of you guys seen the remake of the Poltergeist movie? I've heard it wasn't as good. Of course, I didn't watch that it. That seemed to be said of a lot of those. Mm. Anyway, um, but yeah, he died, and... Uh, uh, yeah, The poltergeist movies were scary as fuck for me too Whenever I was a kid The, the, the one line I remember I can't remember which movie it was But it was the When you die Not poltergeist but Dam- phantasm. phantasm Yeah phantasm okay. That's yeah. Anyway uh, But the one line that I remember from those movies was When you die you think you go to heaven You come to us And mm. now that he's dead Where's he gonna go to That's the question mm. Anyway we have Uh, We also have a voicemail for the first time in over a month here from um, my good friend, Dr. Wiley, Brad Wiley, from the Digital Frustrations Uh. Network. Yeah, and (laughs) I could tell he felt bad when leaving this because he's like, yeah, Matt, you call into my show all the time, but I haven't called yours, so here you go. So we will play this for you all now. Stand by.
1: Hello, Matthew. Hello, Shelly. Hello. Why why do I always blank on your name? Kenneth, I've met you once. I listen to you every day or every week. What is wrong with me? Anyways, love you guys. Love the show. Um, This is Brad, by the way. Um, I was especially interested in listening to your list, Matt. Or should I call you RoboTuner instead of by your real name? You don't go by Matt on your show, do you? It's RoboTuner. I don't know. Kenneth, 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 Kenneth. There, I know your name, Kenneth. God, I feel like a rude asshole now. Anyways. Congrats, Shelly, on the green. Um, Matt, I like your list. Um, although I kind of feel the opposite. I kind of feel like 2015 was kind of a good for me personally for games because I'm looking for more JRPGs, RPGs, things that I care about. I didn't really care about Fallout or Battlefront. I'm not into that. Um, I did like your your entry of Shovel Knight. Um, I haven't got around to playing it, but I've, from what I've heard, it sounds like it's be right up my alley. And, um, I think I might – after hearing you and Justin and Saturn and everyone else gush about it, I might I might actually check it out now. So I'm just kind of deciding which platform I want to get on 3ds or oh, no, they don't have it on PlayStation 4 yet, do they? Well, I could get on my 3ds or my Wii U. So, anyways, enjoy the show, guys. Love the show. I listen every week. Um, keep doing what you're doing, and uh, I will call in next week or the next time I can. I feel like a horrible person because. Matt calls into my show all the time, and I never call. So I'm gonna, I got your voice, I got your number saved. I'm going to be sure to call more. Talk about some good stuff. I uh, hate that y'all's quality sucked this week, but hey, uh, yeah, that quality that y'all did was actually better than probably half the week's gamer episodes I ever did. So, anyways, uh, Shelly, Kenneth, Matt, con- continue the show. Love it. I'll see you guys later. Bye.
3: What a genuinely sweet message.
0: That was pretty awesome.
2: Yeah, which is. Which is awesome, but also vastly out of character. If you listen to any of his shows, though, yes. <laughs> and I have, to, I do have to say that I am sad about uh, one of his podcasts coming to an end, Rocking Dudes, because I thought that was his funnier one—the one where he just lets loose and just talks about stupid bullshit. But uh, anyway, but he still got his other—he's uh, th- he still got his other podcast lives. I know that he does every. That he does every day and uh, day of the week, that is. And there's still uh, Retro Warriors, which the other two guys from Rockin' Dudes do, where they talk about retro video games. But yeah, thanks for the call, Brad. Appreciate it, dude. And yes, can't wait to hear what you're going to spiel about this week.
0: I got some breaking news that just happened. Oh, do you? Yes. Do tell. Netflix is releasing Voltron.
2: Oh, cool. It's been on Hulu. Is it going to be in
3: English oh, and it Japanese? It, it's been in on Did Hulu Did it say? It's been on Hulu forever
0: says uh Voltron is coming back Dreamworks Animation STG Oh they they're, they're making
3: new episodes Uh-huh announced ah, Tuesday
0: know. it was producing a reimagining of the cult classic anime cartoon about young pilots and their lion robots to start streaming this year
3: on Netflix. Damn lion robots. I wish they'd tell the truth every now and, well, and again. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm glad that they
2: stuck with the original lines because the car Voltrons was fucking stupid. I didn't like that it's at a, all.
3: They weren't all cars, man. There were some spaceships in there, too. Yeah, I know, but I like the lines better. They, they even crossed over. They even had an episode together. So oh, the it orig- was the worst deck movie you ever saw, but it was there.
2: I used to have the Voltron board game where one player was Voltron fully formed, and then the other player was a Robeast. And I think whoever yeah.
3: got to the center of the board won, or something like that. I'm, I'm having thoughts here. I may, I may have had a board game with Voltron, something like that.
2: I wonder how much it's worth now. If you it, had some Voltron
3: stuff. I did have some Voltrons. I love Voltron. I didn't have any and of the I real like toys. You. They were I li- expensive. I like you. I like the lions better than the, than, than the the cars. But I will say this: I went back and watched the original cartoon, and was kind of disappointed. You don't think it holds up? I don't think it holds up well at all. What? Is the heater on? No. I mean, well, it's it's on, but it's
2: not running. Why? What's up? Are you warm?
0: Freezing. Hmm. Anyway. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) We'll edit it out later. Hmm. So just so you know.
3: um, We? You mean I? There's no I in team. See, there's the heater. You happy now?
2: Are you happy now?
0: I'm gonna show you happiness later when I punch you in the butt.
2: That's not happiness. Not on my account. Maybe on yours.
0: Anyway, um, <laughs> which require, Okay, DreamWorks, <laughs> which acquired rights to Voltron, is hoping nostalgic fans and newcomers are ready for another go with the Lion Voltron Force.
3: Those lion bastards. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> I just thought that would be awesome breaking news right now. <laughs> Be yeah. cool if we had some background
2: music. I would going check it out. I totally forgot about do, that.
0: Do,
3: do, do. Yeah, I was I was uh, uh, kind of disappointed because you know you always have this expectation that hey that was one of my favorite cartoons. I'm gonna sit down and watch it. I'm gonna show my kids and they were looking at it going, Dad, you watch this crap?
2: No, I just I, I kind of look at it nowadays like uh, the Power Rangers or any of those tokusatsu cheesy Japanese things. Japanese shows, where they just take, uh, where they just take people in costume, you know, doing the fighting scenes, and then you, they just whatever country they sell it to localizes it and throws in their own characters that don't actually get in costume or any of that stuff, make up their own storylines behind it. That's what that that's really all it is. Yeah,
3: you're right. All right, so. I really I, I'm I'm kind of glad they're redoing it. I'd like to see what that. Oh by the way, I'll me, give it a shot. Me and uh, Alex, we finished Naruto. That took forever.
2: Mm. I know you said it wasn't one of your favorites. I I steer I steer clear of that one.
3: Well, it's a- not Ansel bad.
2: It's just my daughter doesn't have any interest in that one.
3: It's just one of those It's one of those cartoons that go on forever and they they just keep playing the same scenes over and over again it just I'm glad it's over yeah
2: I don't blame you man that's how I felt about a lot of them too but but I know we've had a discussion on here before too
3: yeah well the whole reason why I do is just because I wanted to spend time with Alex you know Um, and he loved the show so we watched it together and now it's
0: over now it's over
2: it's over All right, man you got any fun facts you want to spew I do
3: do it only if you say please please All right, number one, a married woman, uh, sorry, a woman married 25 years who quickly divorced her husband without telling him she had just won the lottery, was forced to pay him all of her winnings. Really? How does that work? I'm not 100% sure, but uh, what a bitch thing to do, you know? Is this a
0: fun fact? This isn't fun.
3: These are WTF facts.
0: Oh, okay. These are WTF facts. Okay.
3: Yeah, just like i saying WTF about your damn birds going off right now. Um, in Brooklyn, New York, you can rent a mother for $40. <laughs> <laughs> she listens to you, gives you advice, cooks, and helps with chores. Wow. Some people need a mommy. Hmm. There are many tanks across the globe that were abandoned at the ends of both world wars and have since been overtaken by nature. Some have been in place for almost a hundred years.
2: Oh yeah, the, you see like all this greenery and moss growing over it. And There's one underwater. Yeah, the,
3: those, I, I like looking at pictures. Yeah, that's pictures kinda, that have kind of ominously cool. Yeah.
2: Um, Dismantled technology underwater, and you get to see it
3: eaten away by biology. And the Amazon River dumps, dumps, Drumps? Drumps. Yep, that's what I said. Drumps. So much fresh water into the Atlantic that it is possible to drink from the surface for about two hundred miles offshore in the Atlantic Ocean, so you can drink fresh water off the top of the ocean for two hundred miles
0: that's kind of cool and weird at the same time
2: yeah that is yeah, because if I've always heard that if you drink ocean water, you just dehydrate yourselves because of salt water,
3: but what it's saying you know it takes it takes a while for oh God science. It, it, takes a w- it, it takes a while for the water and the salt mixture to actually mix. So whenever the, the water is coming into the ocean, it's, it's actually pushing the ocean water down. And so the top water has not mixed with the salt. So you can actually drink it. Just the top water. You can't go down too far or oh you can okay. get salt water.
2: Good to know if I ever get stranded.
3: Yeah, well, make sure it's in the Atlantic.
2: Yeah, not the Pacific. Not
3: the Pacific. All right, last one for this week. There's a biological reason why we can't resist puppy-dog eyes. Because they're uh, cute? Sustained eye contact significantly raises oxy-toxin, oxytocin? oxytocin levels in both humans and dogs, which encourages love, trust, and bonding. The response isn't found in even hand-raised wolves, which suggests humans and dogs may have co-evolved to share this trait to order in order to be companions. Very interesting.
2: It's funny how you say that, then our dog starts barking out there.
3: <laughs> His playful self. Do you feel your oxytocin,
2: oxytocin? going up? I don't feel my oxytocin going up because he's not in the room with us and he's not looking me in the eye.
3: Well, there you go. Those are my fun facts for the week.
2: Shelly just gave me a blank stare, and my, I think my oxytocin oh. level just went boom.
3: Even more so now. <laughs> oh, I know what's missing. What? Um, yeah, you don't have your sound. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. That that's sounds awesome. queued up, man. What's up? Uh, there one. you go. That's what was missing.
0: That's. Ex- I feel much better now. Like my oxytocin went up.
2: Oh, good for you. <laughs> well, let's all to raise our oxytocin levels over here. Actually, that sounded kind of dirty. I wasn't quite my intent with that.
1: <laughs>
2: all right, Shelly, you got any news? I thought we were Please.
0: okay. I'll do it. I wasn't ready, but I'm ready. You're in.
2: Man, well, va- you want to wait or you want to do it now?
0: I don't know. It's just you're the you're the. It's your chain.
2: <laughs> it's my chain. How many new stories you got?
0: Um, I got four.
2: Okay, yeah, let's do it, and then we'll turn it over to our guests.
0: Man vows on live TV to spend Powerball winnings on hookers and cocaine.
3: All right. Yes. Maybe no more of that bullshit. Uh, <laughs> giving away the money. I know the charities and stuff.
0: Maybe maybe <laughs> honesty wasn't the best policy for this Powerball player. Affiliate Young from Las Vegas-based Fox 5 traveled to the town of Prim, which straddles the border of California and Nevada, to report on the long lines of people trying to buy Powerball tickets.
3: He's like, fuck it, I'm going to spend it on cocaine and whores.
0: Many, no- many Nevada residents cross the California border to buy their tickets because Nevada doesn't sell them. She picked one unnamed nope. patron from the queue and asked him how he'd spend the $500 million jackpot if Lady Luck shone down on him. He revealed he'd blow it on a bunch of hookers and cocaine. <laughs> the reporter began giggling and stepped away from the man. She said, okay, that's not good. We were hoping for a different answer. That's probably not the answer that we're looking for.
2: I, I bet it took all <laughs> for composure not to fucking crack up on, on live TV. Of course, I mean, you got to figure they got to anticipate those kind of things whenever they do live field reporting. You know, yeah, people yeah. could say or do
3: anything.
0: Well, you know, they didn't win it, so. And well,
3: it's not like they, they they purposely go out and they find the one dumbass in the crowd to talk to. You know, whenever there's a there's I a hurricane or a flood, they don't go after the smart looking gent in the in the BMW. No, they go after the guy. Why do they have to the have
0: a BMW? Why can't they be smart and drive like a um, a Prius?
3: Whatever. They don't find the guy with the brand new car, suit, and tie. No, they go and find Bubba McOveralls, and they (laughs) talk to him. (laughs) Bubba McOveralls. (laughs) Shit. Y'all know it's true.
0: Bubba McOveralls is very offended by that.
3: (laughs) Bubba McOveralls can kiss my ass. (laughs) (laughs) Politely. So. (laughs) Politely.
0: Butt chugging cough syrup is a disturbing new trend among teens. Did you just
3: say butt chugging? Butt chugging. I've heard about this.
0: A butt chugger is one who consumes alcohol through his or her anus. What
2: the the hell's a point, though? I don't know.
3: Why are they stealing my ideas?
0: I don't know, but the The vessel for this alcohol enema can be a fun, all, or a soaked tampon. Oh, I've heard of this. Sounds disgusting. There's a point to it. Alcohol is absorbed into your bloodstream faster through your rectum than through your mouth also you don't get the smell of alcohol on your breath but (laughs) teens who want to experience a different type of high are taking this trend to a whole different level
2: hey i think our guest leon had something to say about this story
4: well no i just wanted to hit on those that that those two reasons are the main reasons people are interested in this method yeah it's a lot faster and you don't have the alcohol breath
0: yeah yeah that's another thing
4: yeah, go, go ahead. No, oh, you go ahead. No, those, that's it. Oh, okay. It's extremely
3: dangerous, though, because it goes past your blood-brain barrier and, uh, you know, can give you fatal alcohol poisoning a whole lot quicker.
0: Yeah, it turns out that dextromethorphan, a cough suppressant commonly found in over-the-counter cold medicines, produces an almost hallucinogenic high... When chugged in large doses, it can also lead to loss of motor control, dizziness, seizures, and hallucinations, among other serious problems.
2: Hey, how you like that, Shelly? Winner's better with the medical terminology than I am. Well, You're always giving me shit because I'm correcting you.
0: <laughs> I'm always giving you crap because maybe I'm not saying it wrong and you just have it wrong.
2: Or maybe I just like to say it right how I think it should sound, which, in which I've never seen the word before, <laughs> which is most of the time.
0: All right. Catfish left hanging out a woman's stomach after impaling her off the coast of Brazil. Wait, in the,
3: wo- in
2: the woman's
0: stomach?
3: How the hell did a catfish impale her? Well,
0: I'm about to explain that. Okay. Mm. The tourist was operated on successfully in a hospital, and the photos of her ordeal are shared on Facebook. You can find them on Facebook.
2: Oh, crazy. I'm going to look for this after we're done.
0: A female tourist had this painful encounter with a catfish off the coast of Brazil. Ambulance workers took the bizarre picture of the fish stuck to the woman's stomach as they took her to the hospital so the offending object could be removed. They cut the fish from her body at the scene in the resort of Itaniam in the state of Sao Paulo. But the serrated spine and its fin had to be taken out with microsurgery to avoid flesh being ripped out. Marcelo <laughs> Ara. I can't even say it. <laughs> Marcelo, who posted the picture on his Facebook page, joked, a rare occurrence, a swimmer is hit by a fish. And you can see that this fish is stuck in this lady's stomach. It is crazy. It looks like the fish has like a spine coming out of one of its fins.
2: I just saw the, I think what I think is the picture, and it's kind of hard. It's low resolution, so it's really kind of hard to tell, but yeah, it does look like one of the fins is sticking out. the caption is, how did that fish get there?
0: One of, oh my gosh, here's another photo. Last September, a bizarre video went viral of a sunbather getting stabbed in the leg with a catfish during a muck around with a friend on the beach. One of the bikini clad women chased the other around with the dead fish before the prank backfired and it accidentally attached itself to her. The injured woman called Tina grew increasingly worried.
2: Oh, I found the pictures. Go ahead. Go. And
0: told friends in the footage she was concerned she would get a disease. The clip ended with someone in the crowd that had gathered round suggesting putting pure vodka on the wound to release the fish.
2: <laughs> I don't know if that would actually help or not. Did it? I think
0: that Did would hurt. I don't know. That was the end.
2: Well, I found the, I found the picture from that story. That's going to be our title card for this week.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, it's like the fish is one... Finn is just like impaled in this chick's leg <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Just nuts <laughs> And the Wait. other dude's holding it up by its tail <laughs> did, you,
0: did you see what Dustin wrote?
2: Oh, I didn't know Dustin was in
0: Yeah, he said we're now live on the Funky Town podcast
2: They're simulcasting us? Yeah huh. Well, that's funny
0: That's awesome Yeah This is a good time to do that too because That is of
2: Because we have an announcement to make at the very end Of our show tonight About a JJTM event Upcoming and this also, weekend.
0: Well, also because of uh, winter. And yeah. Winter. Yeah. Okay. My last thing is, I read an article where it said that a really great investment that keeps going up year after year after year is Legos.
2: Uh, I know what your Chris, your Christmas present.
0: Yeah, I got uh, the Back to the Future car two years ago. My mom paid fifty dollars for it for me for Christmas. It is now worth $160. This is two years later. So it's like tripled, basically. Yeah.
2: Yeah, now, the DeLorean.
0: So I have top performing retired and older sets of Legos. The first one is, and these are the listing prices on eBay for them. You have the Lego Star Wars Jedi T6 shuttle, new sealed, four mini figurines. That's sixty seven ninety five new right now.
2: Yeah, I've seen that at Toys R Us.
0: These are retired.
2: Oh, what the shuttles retired?
0: All of these are retired. The ones I'm reading off, it says it's the top performing retired and older. Oh, s- oh maybe that's an older set. Okay. Because
2: yeah, they brought us the shuttle back in some form.
0: Uh, here's one. Here's a retired one: Star Wars Lego retired Jedi T6 shuttle, sixty two ninety nine. Yeah, that one's retired. Uh, let's see what else is retired on here. Well, I can't find anything else retired on here. This was supposed to have retired ones on here. That's
2: Hold on, I can. That's re- retarded.
0: I got, another, I got another list. I got backup. I know. Always good. Okay.
2: I'm backing up, backing up, backing up, backing up.
0: Because my dad
2: taught me good. Is your computer still backing up?
0: Well, still I have to find my backup for my backup because that wasn't right either. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. That's crazy.
3: she on Preparation H yet? <laughs>
0: you shut up. Okay.
3: I didn't think she backed up that far.
0: Alright, so here's one. It's called Lego Cafe Corner. Now, by the way, I don't have the original prices of these, but you have to understand that this set is like 2,000 pieces. So, a 2,000 piece Lego set, how much do you think that would cost?
2: A 2,000 piece?
0: Yeah, 2,500 2, 2, 2, pieces of Legos. How much do you think that would cost to buy
3: uh, the Le brand Legos? Uh, yes, the
0: Lego brand. Are
2: you talking about like those generic buckets that you see? Because they still sell those. No, too. The,
0: just any set.
3: Uh, oh, a- any like, p- like a pirate ship or something?
0: Yeah, something like that.
3: Uh, I would say about two three hundred dollars. Okay. That's what
0: I
2: would guess two to three hundred.
0: So this one is called the Lego Cafe Corner Factory. It is sealed up. It's a hotel, and it is worth two thousand nine hundred
2: ninety nine dollars.
3: Damn.
0: Damn. Mm hmm. Okay, and then you have the Lego King's Castle. The Lego King's Castle is a set. You know
3: what's crazy about this? This is not like Lego has to spend a whole lot of money to make this crap.
2: Oh, I know. It's All they have to do is plastic. license it, and then they think that they can. They already have that these stinking
3: molds, and they don't have to change out equipment. They basically spend whatever it costs to brew the plastic.
0: So, this one is 996 pieces. How much do you think it would cost? It's just a generic castle. That's it.
3: Based on what you said before, I'd say maybe 800. Yeah, I'm raising the money, yeah. I would go probably eight or 900. This
0: one's $234. Oh. <laughs> you Wow. See, okay, but that's just a regular castle. Now, they've got the Lego Star Wars Super Star Destroyer. How much do you think that's going for?
2: I've seen that in stores, but I can't remember I would, what its I would, price I was. would say in the thousands. That's, that's $974. Uh. This, yeah, not the Star Destroyer, but the Super Star Destroyer, like the Executor, which was Darth Vader's ship.
3: Okay, so, oh, so it's not, it hasn't been out long enough to gain value, right? Is that what you're saying, the Super Star Destroyer?
0: Yeah, I don't think it's been out long enough. But listen to this. The Lego Green Grocery Set
2: green grocery set
0: yeah it's a, like the, the it's that? like a grocery store
2: oh okay
0: yeah how much do you think that goes for it's generic it doesn't have a name brand it doesn't belong to anything how much do you think that goes for
3: 1100
0: really close 1285 damn there's a lego winter village yeah lego winter village bakery is 199 i feel like we were
3: playing the price is right yeah you know, closest one without going over
0: It's it's amazing the prices on the Legos, and I'm gonna actually look up. I've got, I've got the, um, Delorean.
2: Which you own? Yeah, didn't you say it was like one sixty around there? Yeah, but that was a couple
0: weeks ago. It's now two hundred and fifty three dollars and twenty eight cents on eBay.
2: Wow, (laughs) that just amazes me. Yeah, little pieces of plastic.
0: So and I unopened is that that's what it goes for, unopened, not played with. And mine is unopened and not played with. So let yep. me look what the and Ecto one Now you have one. Ecto one, so. I do.
2: Yeah, and I I think I paid eighty for it whenever we whenever I got it for you for Christmas.
0: Okay, so the Ecto one is still for sale. Um and you can still buy that at Walmart, ebay, bonanza, and it goes anywhere from fifty dollars to eighty dollars right now. I believe it so we'll check back in a year and it'll probably blow up but the one set that i wanted was the ghostbusters firehouse and it was when i first saw it 299 dollars so i'm gonna look up what it costs now
2: yeah they may have retired it because i looked it up earlier and i didn't see it was available at any retailers okay Only so like independent sellers and like on any e- any on ebay
0: Okay, Diamond Select Toys Ghostbusters Firehouse Light Up Mini Statue, two hundred three ninety seven from Ceruzzi. Um, You can get it from eBay for four forty eight eighty four. You can get it for four thirty five four ninety nine. So it's just gone up, gone up, gone up. Yeah. Here's here's another one for five hundred forty nine dollars and ninety five cents. This is the one that I want really bad. If I can get it for the cheaper price, I think I will do that.
2: I know you really wanted this one too. mm-hmm, and I think they only sold sold these and re- are only going to sell these in retail for a short time just to commemorate with the thirtieth anniversary of Ghostbusters, which was really last year.
0: Now, I think you can go to the Lego website if I am not mistaken, and you can purchase it from Lego, but let me make sure. That's right. Didn't we find that earlier? Mm-hmm. I but, see and what it's three hundred and forty-nine dollars on the Lego website now. Mm. Three forty-nine ninety-nine. You c- limit five. You can't buy any <laughs> more than five. five.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to buy uh, five Ghostbuster firehouses.
3: <laughs> I can understand the the price of something being high like that if if it's something that's collectible and people like to collect things and. This is I, a. I get it, but two or three hundred dollars off the shelf at Walmart, you know. That's what gets me about about Lego.
0: This is a 4,634-piece set.
3: Wow.
2: Just imagine how long that would take for you to put together.
0: Well, that's the point. You don't put it together.
2: I know. I know. I'm just saying that if you did, uh, how long it would take you.
0: Man, I want to. I want this so bad. I can feel it. Mm. This set's going to be worth a bazillion dollars later in life. Anyway, so for all you people out there that are looking for a really good investment... Start with Legos.
2: Yeah, no joke. Especially if they're licensed, not the generic ones. Right on. Necessarily. All right. So with that being said, let's turn it over to our esteemed guests, Winter and Leon. Uh, They are here. Winter is actually an old friend of mine and my pseudo-adopted sister. She's been very close with my sister, Heather, for quite some time. Uh, But she and uh, Leon are here to promote a very noble cause that they are a part of, um, partic- one particularly involving some of the disasters that happened here in Texas. Uh, the day after Christmas, for those that don't live live in the DFW area, um, the day after Christmas, a really severe tornado tore through the cities of Rowlett and Garland, um, which are slightly to the east of downtown Dallas. Um, the damage was pretty severe, leveled a lot of neighborhoods, a lot of people were injured, and I want to say I think 10 or 11 people were killed. Um, but anyway, they're here to talk about uh, the organization that they're a part of and what they're doing to help those in need and how those can uh, contribute if you're interested. So take it away, guys.
5: Hey, I'm Winter. My name's Leo. Um, Yeah, so we are technically with Toby Star, Um, it's an organization that originally started to help uh, homeless and veterans, but with the tornadoes the day after Christmas uh, in Rowlett and Garland, we have kind of concentrated our efforts on helping them. Uh, Your sister Heather is actually our mid-cities contact leo is our contact for the denton area and then i am uh fort worth and uh satellites out in like abilene san antonio and stuff
2: all right what is what are some of the things that you guys have been directly involved with as far as providing relief
4: well uh the very next day after uh the tornadoes hit we were went out there first day handed out generators handed out uh hand warmers and just tried to spread information because it was very just like just there's chaos. People don't know what's going on and we wanted to, to settle as much as we could, uh, as fast as we could. Uh, we also handed out what else I think blanket, uh, thermal blankets. Mm -hmm. And, um, we tried spreading out like the information that we could get, like, Oh, the power's not going to come on until like six o'clock tomorrow or, uh, where the police lines were because they, they, uh, from the get-go, as soon as uh, the tornadoes came through and tore up the houses, there were immediately looters everywhere. And uh, within about 24 hours, I want to say, maybe 12 hours, there were cops from everywhere across the DFW area. Really? From Frisco, From Frisco, uh, some from Fort Worth. Uh,
5: there was all kinds of state troopers.
4: Yes, the first on the scene were probably state troopers. but uh, But then they wouldn't let people... Move around the subdivision, so you like as soon as you got out, you couldn't get back in. Even residents who lived in the area, which is why we were trying to get uh, generators to them.
5: Right, yeah, because people once the once the tornado hit uh, and the sun came up the first day, they pretty much shut down the area. You could c- you could not come in with a the car. They didn't want people coming in at all.
2: Probably for safety concerns, I imagine. Yeah, there was that, Jeez. yeah. They but the
5: problem was is that they shut down electricity to huge portions of the grid. And they sealed off those roads. So even if they were not hit by the tornadoes, if they left, they were not allowed to come back. The and the so people didn't want to leave their houses.
4: They would prefer wow. you walked in and out on foot so they can see what you're taking in and out. If you come in with a car, they don't, they can't see what's inside of your car. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can understand that. Uh, the other thing with the power is... Uh, there were some areas that were still alive and there are these huge power lines that are on the ground that people can't see through the rubble and if you go searching through the rubble and not know there's a line there
2: yeah it could kill you obviously yeah and especially right after a tornado and all the rain I mean that's everything's wet Yeah, add add water to it and you know you've got a double recipe for disaster
5: well that's one of the things that Really, really did a lot of damage. Not only were some of these houses, and a lot of these houses were leveled to debris, like it was confetti. You could just pick up chunks of it in your house. Two-story houses, totally gone.
2: I saw a lot of the aerial pictures online.
5: And then, so the day after the rain, or after the tornado, it rained. So people who had minimal damage, people who had just, just roof damage, who could have been like, my house is salvageable. We had the rain and the weather, and they lost everything. Because, you know what happens when you get sheetrock wet? It crumbles.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: So people who could have survived end up with nothing. And then people couldn't, didn't have electricity, and they had no way to keep themselves warm, and so they're in these houses with rain pouring in, freezing. So we walked in generators, like because the cops wouldn't let us in with, uh, they would not let us in with a car, so we walked. like We had the generator, and the police was like, you can't come in. And I'm like, what are we going to do? Loot? We're carrying a generator. And we explained to him what we were doing, and he's like, go ahead
2: how far did you have to walk uh or how much how big of an effort would that, was that you know just carrying you know maybe one two generators at a time considering there the, or or however many people were helping you to you know enter into the neighborhood drop off a generator walk back to wherever you had to park well uh, our
5: first day with the generators uh Leo, you were with us the first day with the generators, is that yeah. correct? Yes. Uh, we had a car for that, so that wasn't so bad. Oh. The second day, we had a group of people on foot helping with debris, and then the third time, we went back with extra generators. I don't think you were there for that. Yes, I was. Were you? Okay, and then, so we were like, it was awful. It was awful. The,
4: the thing is that this is in a suburbia. This isn't like, oh, there's a few houses down this way, a few houses down this way. This is a big suburbia. Right, a big we're, subdivision, uh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, we... we there it it was to whoever could contact us to get these not so much like oh well these people seem to need it most it, we i mean we can't just go knock to someone's door and say like oh do you want a generator uh so as people are spread across the subdivision uh i think we ended up walking almost five miles total that day with know, that generators
5: um. The, the genera- how much do
3: the
2: the ones that you guys were giving out? How much do they weigh each? Are they like big generators? Like the
4: no, they're they're not like the uh, in- big industrial power. Uh. Some of yeah, that's them, what, yeah, some of them took wondering.
5: two of people to carry. The generators came from Curtis Elam uh, for Desert uh, NDT. They donated a lot of them, and then we had uh, just regular like civilian people donate like little tiny Honda generators. Yeah. So
2: yeah. still, whatever you know, whatever people can. Uh, Donate to the cause is helpful for any situation for anyone that's in that situation. I can imagine.
5: And then the besides the generators, we went out and we were helping people like dig through debris and rubble because they're like, oh well, I can salvage that or I can't salvage <coughs> this. And we had like a they wanted everybody to in the cleanup to separate what was trees versus what is construction debris. Mm-hmm.
4: So, I want to say that the third day that I was there, the last day was. Uh, we actually tried just helping people move out of there mm-hmm. uh, what they could, and also my getting minor rubble out of the way, uh, out of people's backyards, out of people's front yards, the people that, of course, asked for it. Uh, but I wanna say that was all, that I was at least a part of. I know that Windsor eventually got involved with uh, a church group at some point after that.
5: Yeah, um, a lot of our information, for those who needed help, is a Facebook group called Rowlett on the Water. Uh, on the move,
4: which I think is uh, Rolette's just base page, uh, which I think is audi- uh, oddly very convenient for a community, especially in a time like that in like this.
2: Uh, did you guys actually uh, other than Roulette, did you guys actually make it over to Garland as well? Yeah, because I heard they weren't hit quite as bad as Rolette.
5: Um, <laughs> Rolette was uh, mainly houses. Garland had several large uh, structures taken out, such as churches and stuff. I know one of the worst-hit churches is a church called, uh, I think it's the Oasis Church. And we showed up for them because they asked us to do a, like, we picked up canned foods from another radio station. And we went to the Oasis Church to drop them off. And their whole um, main building, which was huge, just devastated And this little teeny, tiny metal building, totally salvaged, totally survived. And even though their whole congregation thing was destroyed, they were still helping people and feeding people and taking donations.
2: Wow. That's dedication right there.
5: I know. (laughs) And that that was the uh, Oasis Church. um, And they're located at 5026 Locust Grove Road in Garland, Texas, 75043. Um, And they are always on the lookout for uh, canned foods and clothing. And very importantly, can openers. Because lots of people donate canned foods, but these people have nothing. Not even can openers. Yeah,
2: I mean, unless they have, like, the poll tab, but you'll usually find that on drinks, not necessarily canned goods.
3: So, yeah. Well, some of the vegetables are coming with them now, but...
4: uh, Yeah, I think, like, Campbell's.
2: Yeah, and manual can openers, not electric ones. Think people. Yeah. See,
5: I didn't, yeah, that's why you're smart. <laughs> 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 uh, Cornerstone Church, or I think Cornerstone Assembly of God is another church that was very, very intricate in helping Toby Star cross, cross police lines and get into some of the most devastated areas. Um, they actually have a school inside their church, and they're in need of school supplies. Uh, f- I think it's like eighth grade and down.
4: And I believe they took in the uh, high school because the, the actual high school doesn't have any electricity still. Uh, and I believe they also have uniforms just making that.
5: Oh, uh, uh, I think the, somebody donated 3,000 uniforms to the kids yeah. of Rowlett.
4: Wow. Yeah, I've heard that their high school got hit pretty badly,
2: too. Most of the students had to be displaced to one of the other local schools. Mm-hmm. I heard about that on the news.
5: Um, as churches that are also in the area that need stuff. There's a called The Church in the City in Rowlett on uh, 6005 Dalrock Road. It is in need of medications, um, allergy medicines, Tylenol, aspirin, that kind of thing. Apparently, it was one of the... Its pharmacy was looted. So, they have... It's like a video game, apparently. Looters hit the pharmacy, took everything they had. Mm. And they have people... uh, the. Church in the city have people still living on site oh wow yeah so they they're feeding people and they're <coughs> giving people shelter and they're giving showers and they're taking care of people but they really like the church in the city really needs medicine the Oasis church really needs canned food or can openers you know so
4: I feel like most places would uh, be asking for can uh, can openers though
5: right yeah you're right
2: that's quite a bit of organizations that are extending their hand to those that are in need, and it's really it's really good that to hear you know to hear about them and about the things that you guys are doing with uh with to- Toby Star as well. Um, but yeah, we'll um uh, now with all these links, can they all are they all on the Rowlett on the Water on the Move Facebook link? Can they find them there?
5: They can find them there, or they okay. can find a representative. The um, Rowlett on the Water on the Move, you have to be approved to join.
2: Okay, so it's like not necessarily a closed group, but one that right. requires approval but by an appro- admin.
5: But they approved me, and my, se- my thing says I live in Fort Worth. So. Okay. I was just told by one of our admin on the Toby Star Facebook page that they will put a link to that. Um, one of the great things about the organizations is so many organizations uh, have come together in this time of need, and not just little homegrown organizations. We have um, the North Texas Marines who have been helping uh Toby Starr and Super Love Heroes and Radio Robin uh under the moniker of Lone Star Love. Uh, I know that Joseph Ortero is our contact for the North Texas Marines and he just had Toys for Tots donate I think it's like twenty five hundred or three thousand pounds of toys. Wow. And we just had two toy distributions. So for the we and they're calling it Toys for Tornado Tots. Mm. Mm-hmm. So and then I know whatever we had left ended up going to the North Pole Project, so those toys will still be distributed uh, back into the community.
2: Well, that's really cool, though.
5: So there's, there's lots of things that you can do to help Toby Starr. Um, we are taking canned foods. We ask that they not be expired. We do take baby wipes and small things and hygiene products, um, feminine hygiene products. Leo, can you think of anything that uh, people may need for a donation drive? For the city of Rowlett or in Garland? Can openers.
1: Yes,
2: manual can openers. I've got that already. <laughs> that, uh, that's all to God.
5: Yeah, socks are always good. Yeah,
2: socks, any other kind of clothing? Jackets?
5: Everything. Everybody needs blankets. Um, Toby Star is doing a scarf drive, but that is for the homeless in our area. We're with Radio Robin. She is, uh, her and us and a group, group are... Appa- are going to go out and wrap scarves around trees and fences in the heavily homeless-populated areas with little tags on them that says, "If you need me, take me." All right. But that's the homeless stuff, and we're doing a bunch of homeless stuff. But we're also doing a bunch of stuff for Rowlett. So. Yeah.
2: Uh, I, yeah, I was going to ask you if there are any other drives or roundups that you guys that uh, you guys or m- is to- uh, Toby Star is involved with that's that's coming up.
5: Um. There is always stuff. <laughs>
3: <laughs> do the, do you guys have a central place to donate if somebody just wanted to donate donate money or?
5: Um, Toby Star does not take monetary donations. Okay. I know that that sounds crazy, but uh, we are in the process of becoming a five hundred one c like a nonprofit, nonprofit. charity. Yeah. yeah. And until we get all of our ducks in a row, I honestly just don't want the headache of somebody sending cash. Like I'd rather they take that money and either, you know. Buy baby formula and have one of our representatives come pick it up because we do have representatives all over the place um, our Facebook page for Toby star is public. Can you link that? Yeah, yeah, okay. definitely.
2: Yeah, I was actually planning on doing that for the show.
5: I know that we have a another event coming up with Radio Robin. She is a DJ for another radio station. So I c- I know she told me that I can plug a personality, but not another. Does that make sense? Another radio station? Is that true?
3: Well, we plug other podcasts. Yeah, all the we're
2: time. not under FCC regulations <laughs> like the. <laughs> 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 and we have the explicit rating on our on our channel.
5: Oh, we're explicit. It, yeah. Nice. We'd never say anything that would offend somebody.
3: Yeah, we might. No, not you. <laughs>
5: I'm 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 cake. Often
3: unintentionally.
5: Oh yeah. yeah, that's the best kind.
2: I was gonna say something like this though I would I would refrain f- that I've been I would refrain from because I'd be afraid that God would strike me down with lightning if I if you what if I'd said it if I made any cracks about what you guys are plugging because it's just you know these people didn't ask for you know the the tornado to come through I mean nobody can predict a you natural disaster.
3: She's the first person to put the chains on RoboTuner.
2: No, no, she's not putting the chains he's on RoboTinder,
3: y'all hear it, folks? She is not. If
5: Justin's listening. You okay. just heard. The I don't know what you're putting putting talking on. about, man. So the next Toby Star, uh, the next event that Toby Star would like to help with or at least plug, is um, it's free for teens. It's called Tweens and Teens Arcade Night. It's got food and games. It's Tuesday, Jan January 19th, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. at the Nickel-Rama. The event is for kids ages 12 to 17 that are affected by the tornadoes in Garland, Rowlett, and Sunnyville areas. Transportation provided from hotels if needed. This is going to be Radio Robin and Lone Star Love, which is also part of which is Toby Stars underneath them, and it is going to be located at 1238 Beltline Road, Garland, Texas 75040. Again, that is 123. Eight Beltline Road, Garland, seven five zero four zero, and I can uh, I'll email you that, um, or I'll email your sister that flyer so she can make sure that you get it.
2: All right, good deal. And that you know what, so, whoever I have to give props to whoever decided to put that together because that just seems like a great way to, you know, have the vict- have the younger victims of the storm just kind of let loose and.
5: Well, I, I can tell you that that's Radio Robin. I just recently met her, but that woman's amazing. I kind of want to be her when I grow up.
2: <laughs> really? Yes. Yeah, I don't listen to much FM radio, if that's what she's part of. She's,
5: but. uh oh, man, I'm going to mess this up. Leo? Yes? Do you remember what she's part of? Is it Deep Elem On Air? Oh, goodness. I think so. Uh, her and Bulldog? I think they're both DJs for deepelemonair.com.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm not going to get in trouble. I don't we're know, not, we're not FCC regulated. We're podcast. Awesome. We're not, Her and Bulldog we're not, not terrestrial. Are
5: amazing. <laughs> we're not terrestrial. You're extraterrestrial?
2: Yep, that's right. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> What's up? up? She
5: was asking me about uh, an organization called Burners Without Borders. It's a group of people who go to Burning Man and are submerged in the art culture. Um, if they were doing anything for the city of Rolette and off the top of my head, I am not entirely sure, but I'm a contact representative for them also.
2: Oh, ah, OK. Yeah, because I know you guys are pretty deeply involved with the burning community as well.
5: No comment. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I know Heather. She's gone on here and spoken about it before. Mischievia. Oh, yeah. Yes, that she has. <laughs> all <laughs> right. Well, this is all great stuff. And we're going to have these in the show notes for uh, for those that are interested. If you want to. Spread the word about any of these events that are all going to the good, it, all going to the good causes, uh, for the relief for those that are affected by these storms, and of course, Toby Star. It's not the this isn't the only thing that they are, um, that they are involved with. Uh, like Winter said earlier, they uh, they also have a big um, presence with helping out uh, homeless and, and uh, veterans as well.
5: Yeah, that, that's actually where our passion started, was um, Toby Starr wanted to help uh, veterans um, be able to acclimate back to civilian life. Um, also, we have, a, we have a licensed clinical social worker on staff who is named Bruce Findlay. He is prior service. He's very non-judgmental, He's super easygoing. That, however, is not a free service. It's a sliding scale. It starts at 50, and it kind of goes from there. Um, but we do not take insurance, and most people are horrified that we don't take insurance, but there's a reason that we don't. If you go to see a counselor and you are on insurance, the first thing they're going to ask you is give us a diagnosis, give us a diagnosis, give us a diagnosis. And Bruce Finlay and a lot of other people will tell you that if you give somebody a diagnosis, you've created a pigeonhole which they then fill with pigeons. Does that make sense? Yeah,
2: yeah, I follow you.
5: So we don't take insurance because we're not obliga- and then we're not obligated to succumb to outside forces when it tries to tell somebody Right, else's. right,
2: healthcare regulations and
5: exactly. that sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. Um,
2: well, that's a good alternative though.
5: I think so. And then w- Toby Star does mobile clothing closets for those in need and the homeless. And it's not just, so sometimes we will go and we'll set up under bridges And we have tables, and each table has um, tablecloths on them, and we have racks, and all of us kind of dress the same, and we set it up like a little boutique. And I know that that sounds crazy, but we like to help them, and they'll show up, and because they kind of know us, so they'll show up, and they'll ask, you know, we'll give them, we'll ask them if they need anything, and we'll help them. And people are like, well, why do you do that? Why don't you just give them a bag of clothes and just be done with it? And I'm like, we could totally do that, but. What does that do for them? Yes, we've clothed them, but have we done anything to gone out of our way to make them feel like they are a part of society, that they are human? Because they're so people that are homeless are so used to being treated like second-class citizens that they, they start to lose sight of what it means to be part of the human experience. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so we try to go above and beyond and, be, and, and just bring a little humanity into the way we interact with people. And that's a great segue for the Dallas Burrito Project with Justin Barista.
2: Oh, what would this be?
5: Uh, the Dallas Burrito Project are a group of lunatics who I love. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. Who make At least you're honest. Who make 300 hand-rolled burritos every Sunday. What? And then they put them in bags. And then they go to Dallas and they walk around Dallas in the homeless population handing out Free hugs and hand warmers and mylar blankets and hot food. Wow! So they don't post up in a spot and they don't make people come to them. So it's not like begging. They're just walking around and they see somebody and they're like, "Hey man, you want something warm to eat?"
2: Yeah, or like those random people that you see at music clubs that walk in and say, "Tamales, ten bucks." <laughs> yeah, they're actually giving them to people that need them. Yeah, yeah.
5: exactly. And so they're super, super amazing. There, I met them through. Uh, Laura Zamora and her Super Love Heroes, so they're they're stellar. Uh, I know that Laura Zamora and Super Love Heroes go and they go to um, women's shelters, and once a month they have birthday parties for the kids, and they teach the women what it, like how to dress appropriately for job interviews and how to interview for jobs. But these are all like local, homegrown. Uh, humanitarian efforts does that make sense yeah yeah it does and one of the reasons Toby star likes to get involved with them is because I want Toby star like when somebody sees the name Toby star I want them to be that's like the hippie better business bureau I want them to be like oh look Toby star hangs out with these people and if Toby star hangs out with these people then you know that they're vetted and all the stuff goes is taken care of yeah I know that that's a little weird. But no, like,
2: no, not at all. Because, I mean, you hear about so many charities. And I hate to bring up this stigma. Do but it. You, you hear about so many of these big name charities. And then you hear about reports on the news or, on lo- or online from like the major, uh, you know, the major news feeds that's, that state that, you know, they may be a charitable organization, but they actually, their CEO made like $5.2 billion this year and is mostly on donations and national shit like that. I can't but even fathom
5: that much something. money.
2: No, well, like. I'm, I'm not bringing up any particular organization or CEO. That's just, but I've seen, I've seen a lot of that. Sh- I've seen a lot of that shit um, on online and in, and in the news. Um, but all hearing about all these oh. different parts of the uh, you know, what Toby Star is doing and all these other different organizations and how they're helping out helping out people in need. It just It's amazing to me because a lot of those, I had no idea that they existed because, I mean, I know a a lot of people, you know, whenever you see, if you, you know, you're driving down Lancaster and you go by the homeless shelter and you see these droves of people that just hang out there all the time. And then you'll see the occasional people, you know, with the sign on the side of the highway and you think, yo, they're not homeless. They're just trying to, they're just trying to pan for money. And then.
5: Well, do you know that the shelters that they stay in at night cost money?
2: Do they really? They're not free? no. I never knew that either. Well, one thing that one thing I was going to say, it enlightens me to know that there are so many different organizations out there that cover so many different areas to help people get back on their feet with, you know, just aside from, you know, uh, just aside from, you know, feeding them a a warm meal or having a place for them to lay their head at night. You know, it's just it's really heartwarming to me.
5: I don't, know what the ho- I don't know what the homeless population looks like in Denton, uh, only because we recently uh, got a satellite with Leo as our Toby Star person. We didn't have a Toby Star contact in Denton until Leo decided that he could step up because he's awesome. So, so, our Toby Star people uh, Heather Soden is our mid cities. My sister. Woohoo! Uh, Leonora Acosta is our Denton. Michael Caldwell is in El Paso. Susie Wilson is in our Abilene branch. Uh, Zodiac Smithwick is in charge of our youth activities and events, and Andrea Peacock is our PR rep and networking crazy lady. That's her official title.
2: All right, good deal. And uh, does Toby Star have an official website? Is it tobystar.com?
5: Um, Toby Star's website is under construction. We hope to have it up soon. But, but they
2: do have Facebook, though.
5: Uh, we do have a Facebook. We have a couple Facebooks. I believe we have a public. We have a public group that's called Toby Star. It is one word: T O B Y, capital S T A R.
2: Well thank you guys so much for coming on here and telling everybody about about all the different relief efforts. And uh but yes, we will do our best to spread the word not only on here but with uh with others as well. Um did you have any final shout outs that you wanted to give before we uh before we adjourn?
5: No, I think I've talked way too much. Oh please. <laughs>
2: You should hear my sister sometimes. (laughs) I do. (laughs) All right. Well, well, guys, thank you so much for coming on here. And uh, I think we'll call an end to this debacle for now. But yes, if you wanted to, if you're interested in any of the events uh, that Winter and and Leo have said, you can find them all in the show notes.
5: Yeah, you can also call me. I know this is crazy, but you guys can call me at 817-210-5750. With questions, comments, concerns, uh, or if you have donations that you would like to have picked up, or crazy thought, if you would like to run your own mini donation drive, uh, and then you can loop back into Toby Star and we will come pick them up for you.
2: All right, good deal. Good deal. Now, are you sure you want that published? No creeps. No creeps. Do not fucking call her for anything <laughs> other than what she has mentioned.
5: I have a block button. It's cool. Yeah. I'm not afraid to use it. (laughs) Technology.
2: Yes. Very much so. All right, everybody. Well, let's call an end to this debacle. you, Justin. (laughs) Shit. Yeah. I have to say that for all the seedy and unscrupulous people out there that listen to us. Well, let's call an end to this debacle for this week. Again, I'd like to thank our guests, Leo and Winter, and... As always, if you'd like to be a guest, and if you're local to DFW area, or if you want to join us via Skype, you can email me, the RoboTuner, uh, Fujiwa, F-U-J-I-W-A-H, at RoboTunerPodcast.com. If you got any special, if you got any fun facts for Special K, you can send them to Special K at RoboTunerPodcast.com, and Trivia, you can send to Shelly, S-I-U-X-S-H-I, Sushi, at RoboTunerPodcast.com, and... If you want to leave us a voicemail, our number is 682-325-1696. We're live every Sunday on Mixler. And you can check out all of our previous episodes on robotunerpodcast.com. We're also on iTunes. And until then... Oh, you can also follow us on Facebook and on Twitter at RoboTunerIP. And until then, check out the rest of these dudes. The Jerry Jonestown Massacre, which I do have one final announcement. This Saturday... At the Caves Lounge in Arlington, Dustin Schneider, the lead, vo- the lead voice behind the Jerry Jones Massacre, is having his 39th birthday extravaganza at the Caves Lounge from 9 until close, featuring the bands Mountain of Smoke, Methinks, Huffer, and Hoof. Yes, and it's not only his birthday, but one member of each of those bands, it's also their birthday this month. Anyway, uh, $5 at the door. And it's this Saturday at the Caves Lounge in Arlington. So, yeah, check out their show, Jerry and Some You can also check out Funky Town Podcast, Digital Frustrations Network, which really only consists of two shows now, uh, Life as I Know It, and and Retro Warriors, Rockin' Dudes is no longer on the air. Uh, then we got Trade Paper Hacks, Tyree Radio, The Intoxicated Gamer, and a raise, the Glob- uh, bleh, <laughs> raise the Glass Podcast. All right, until then, folks. Stay safe and stay diligent in the year of the monkey. Red Pants.
1: Doing the podcast. Robo-Tuner,
2: master of debacles. Doing the podcast.
0: Sushi, strange news.
3: Doing the podcast. Special case fun fact. Doing the podcast. Pooping for pop
0: can. Doing the podcast. Get on me.
3: Doing the podcast. Red Pants Theater. Doing
5: the podcast.
2: You can't put the chains on, RoboTuner. Red pants.